0: Hello and good morning. So, is it another sunny morning or is it another dry day? My garden is gasping, so is yours. Unless you work the hose in the middle of the night. No, of course you don't do that. But in the context of this climate change, we really are talking about one of many issues that the world is facing at present. Issues that are getting more complex and also more difficult to identify solutions for. Of course, I'm not here to pontificate or on how to sort out all these problems. But there's one issue that seemed to loom large that I have come across. And that is the issue of the education of women. The reason I'm thinking deeply about this is because of the news about Afghanistan, and the refusal of the Taliban, who control the country now, from allowing girls to attend school. Indeed, they seem to have closed all girls' school in the country. In doing this, they are said to have reneged on the agreement with the United States of America and its allies to assure the education of women. This was apparently one of the salient conditions stipulated in the plan to hand the country over to them and evacuate its military. Apart from the detrimental effect on girls and women in general in Afghanistan, this is just one example of how some leaders pay such pitiful respect to agreement. It's obvious that the Taliban would promise anything to regain control of their country. And what a success it was for them. And an abysmal end to 20 years of military action with at least a trillion dollar waste of money and so many deaths on all sides involved in what was protracted military action of asymmetrical nature. Asymmetrical meaning the use of up-to-date equipment and training on one side and rabble-type hit-and-run attacks on the other. But this morning I'm concerned about the girls and women in that country, indeed in every country. A recent change in attitudes towards women became very noticeable in another country in the past 15 to 20 years and we can already see the difference. I'm talking of Saudi Arabia. Whatever we think of the present de facto leader, Mohammed bin Salman, better known as MBS, as to his record on human rights, one thing he definitely succeeded in, and that is the start of the process of emancipation of women in that country. We know that women there were disallowed even some basic privileges like driving a car, travelling without specific permission from husband or father, and so on. It appears that many of these restrictions have been lifted, and even the need for a veil is no more. As a result, and even in such a short period of time, the benefits have accrued in noticeable extents on society and even the economy of the country. The benefit will continue to accrue as women take up more and more of their rightful role in every aspect of society in that country in particular. I may have expressed my opinion on the question of the role of women in some previous talk, but I do not mind talking about it again. To me it makes no sense that half our society is not working to full capacity, while the other half is lacking the balancing effect of participation of that first half. I do not mean in any way that women should neglect, let alone forego, their prime duty towards their children, their husband and their home. But it is a fact that if undertaken in the right spirit and with the intelligence and dedication, women can acquire and assimilate and that would arguably be the most effective manner towards improvement of society as a whole. It is women, mothers, who can rear the children to accept the relinquishing of all prejudices and hatred, and accept the concept of peace and the unity of humankind. It is women who can educate their children towards acquiring the best behavior and attitude to others, It is women who can create the enthusiasm to achieving excellence and lastly it is women who can take an active and equal role in leadership in every walk of life, having equal opportunity and equal commitment to participate on equal terms. When this happens on a fuller scale than anything we see at present, even in advanced countries, then we will witness the changes that will make our leaders thinking many times before they create rivalries, enmities, or, God forbid, wars. It was Jesus who raised the status of Mary Magdalene. It was Muhammad the Prophet who gave his wife Khadijah and his daughter Fatima all the respect and conferred upon them blessings and honours far above any that he conferred on men around him. So, people who suppress women or confine their roles as child-bearers and home-carers are, in my view, not even acting in accordance with their religious teachings or the traditions of their revered prophets. However, the world is now in need of more than that. It needs no less and the full participation of the two wings of human society. As Abdu'l-Baha, the son of Baha'u'llah says, the happiness of mankind will be realized when women and men coordinate and advance equally, for each is the complement and helpmeet of the other. And again he elaborates in another passage by saying, and among the teachings of His Holiness, Baha'u'llah, Is the equality of women and men. The world of humanity has two wings, one is women and the other is men. Not until both wings are equally developed can the bird fly. Should one wing remain weak, flight is impossible. Not until the world of women becomes equal to the world of men, in the acquisition of virtues and perfections, Can success and prosperity be attained as they ought to be? I hope the world will heed this. Goodbye.